0: Welcome, everybody. Hey, it's Eileen Grimes with the Jupiter Rising Show. And we're here today on Saturday the 21st, and we're going to be
1: welcoming back our wonderful co-host, Mr. Doug Johnston. And it's great to be here on this very cloudy day.
0: Very cloudy.
1: And terrible traffic coming up.
0: Yeah, it was weird, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean...
1: Big time. On
0: every single overpass, there was a, you know, a fire, fire something...
1: Fire truck, yes. Fire truck
0: and ambulances and all that kind of stuff over two of them. I thought that was very well, weird.
1: when I came on to the 405, there were 12 ambulance and fire trucks that pulled in, coming from, like, the airport. Uh, so I wonder what happened. I have no idea. They uh, exited going south on 167.
0: Yep, that's what I thought. Yeah, because... I have no idea. Maybe it'll be on the news tonight. Yeah. Probably will be.
1: But it definitely screwed up traffic.
0: Yeah, it kind of did. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, although it wasn't so bad going up on 167 onto 405, but it was still, it was odd to see that, you know. I thought, well, there's another one. Okay. Anyway, today's show we have on our favorite, one of our favorite guests, and that's Jackie Slevin. And she's going to be here to talk about a couple of things. We're going to be talking about our Astro Celebrity of the Week, who is Justin Trudeau today. He's gone through some interesting stuff this week, and we're going to be looking at also the Canadian elections coming up next month, too. It's
1: definitely interesting stuff.
0: Yes, he does. Anyway, so we're going to be looking at that, and we're also going to be looking at Uh, For a friend of mine, John O'Dowd, both Jackie and I know him. He is a a writer. He's from New Jersey, and so is Jackie. And we're going to be talking about a gal named Yvette Vickers, who has a very interesting history In a very interesting way she passed away. But So we're going to be talking about her and and through the rest of the hour. We're going to have a lot of fun with that. So cool, cool beans. All right. So anyway, we're going to take a break right now, and then when we get back we're going to have our Astro Celebrity of the Week. This is the Jupiter Rising right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.
1: Organic, free-range, and fresh daily. Alternative Talk, 1150.
0: And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And now it is time for the Astro Celebrity of the Week. Thank you very much. Okay, so we're going to be talking about Justin Trudeau, and we're going to bring on our guest, too, right now to talk about Mr. Justin Trudeau. Ms. Jackie Slevin, how are you? Oh,
3: thank, thank you, Eileen.
0: It's it good wonderful to talk day to
3: here, and I'm sorry to hear about all the troubles that you had getting into the
0: studio. It was just weird, you know. I thought, have we just been gone into an alternative reality or something when we were mm-hmm. seeing all those weird stuff everywhere? But anyway, it's fine. We got here okay,
1: so and on time
0: and on time. That's the important thing. Yeah, radio waits for no one. That's right. Yep.
1: Doesn't care if you're dressed or undressed. <laughs> I'm glad I got my stuff on. Um, you have that great
0: jacket on today. It's cool. So anyway, we're going to talk a little bit about Mr. Justin Trudeau here, and I want to bring Jackie in on this part of it because she's an astrologer, and after all, she has an opinion, too. Yeah. Yeah. So let me just give out the information about him for anybody who who is an astrologer that wants to take... His information, how possibly look up his planets. Okay, so he was born on December 25th. He's a Christmas baby, 1971 at 9.27 p.m. in Ottawa, Canada. So, anyway, let's talk a little bit about him. He's gone through an interesting time this week, hasn't he, Jackie? Oh,
3: absolutely, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and Yeah, he was dressed up in a Halloween costume for a thousand and one nights or yeah. Arabian Nights or whatever <laughs> and went brown face for the occasion and someone found a photograph and now he's being libeled all kinds of names yeah. or I should say labeled all kinds of names and yeah. it things were not pleasant for him at all.
0: Not really. Now, I think that was something like twenty nine years ago. Hello.
2: Hello.
3: He's, and he's now a- not only that His solar arc Chiron is right now on his midheaven within like a 30-minute orb. It's right there. So something very unusual is going out into the public eye.
2: Yeah, uh,
0: that was unusual for sure. Oh, extremely, extremely. Interesting because, you know, I don't use solar arcs that much. I do sometimes, you know, Mm -hmm. when I don't find it in the progress chart, I don't find it in the transit, so I finally go to that. You know, so um the interesting thing is that this is a probably an evolutionary path that he's taking, you know, so something's being kicked up that he will evolve past, you know, and so his chart is interesting because he has Sun and Capricorn and moon Mu- and Virgo rising and moon and Aries and he has a lot of stuff in the fourth house. So his family, obviously, is very strong in his life, but also the legacy that's passed down from his parents to him is very strong. So, um, yeah, and what what were you seeing, Doug?
1: Well, right now, Uranus is definitely squaring his Venus yep. and his node.
0: Yep, S- Yeah.
1: kind of stuck right in the middle.
0: Yep, right. Yep. Yeah, so And that- that's
1: the Taurus is what rules his midheaven, so... Could yeah. be interesting. Mm-hmm. And
0: it's interesting. It would be something that he wore on the outside, a costume mm-hmm. type of thing. So that's very Venusian interesting. So, yeah, it's in not mis- all- yep. And, you know, with a Saturn right at the midheaven, I mean, he's working for the government. So <laughs> that makes perfect sense to us. Yeah. Yep. And Yeah. Uh, and
3: in the Slevin system of horoscope analysis, when you have Saturn or moon in the m- right in the midheaven, as Justin has it, or in the 10th house. Yep. Yeah you're following in a parent's or grandparent's footsteps, and he has government on both sides.
2: Yeah, yep,
1: he does. Because his dad was also prime yeah. minister.
0: And his, yes. mo- his mother's been doing some interesting things, too. He's been doing one-woman shows and kind of taking the entertainment route, which is kind of interesting to me.
3: Now, also, she's a spokesperson for bipolar disorder. Yes, which she, she is. Re- yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Yeah, she really is. So she's very active in that. And so, yeah, you know, and the Venus-North node conjunction, I find that interesting. I have that. <laughs> I've never been able to really figure out what the heck that means, except that kind of means that you tend to draw people to you. Basically, it's karmic, I you know, a karmic gift or something, that people show up in your life, um, you know, to give you lessons, which is typical anyway. But I know that Connie Francis had something like that, and she
1: was raped. And mm-hmm. she was always looking for that person on the other side of the rainbow yes no that was yeah she
3: was and where the marriage marriage was not relationships didn't go well for her no
1: no they they didn't didn't. at all no and and eileen has the same problem oops (laughs) i didn't mean to say that on live air my
0: god you have to have to give out my history man (laughs) (laughs) oh Actually I look at it as learning experiences.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like and, to see it a little differently. We we just know it's your independence.
0: Yes, it's my independence for sure. Yeah, North Northern Aquarius for sure. But so anyway, um I mean I think that's also the magnification of his Venus Principle. He is really handsome. I mean, really gorgeous and all the women are just slopping their drip or taking a look at him. So
3: Yes. It's also in his fifth house of kids, so one of his kids could also have that charm that yeah. he has yes. and carry on his egalitarian values.
0: Yes, that's true. That's very true. You know, and that's part of his purpose too, is to Oh yes. Um, to embrace
3: everyone. I mean he his his immigration policy is much more lenient than the American one at this well at least it was.
0: Yeah. It, <laughs> but, hmm true uh but you know he has capricorn on the fifth house which to me always says somewhere along the line the the childhood was lost
2: Mm -hmm.
0: interesting yeah he's
3: got the sun there so he'll shine in that
0: that's true area that's true and then of course with the north node next to venus in the fifth house that means he's i think he's supposed to take a lighter approach to it quite frankly you know Mm -hmm. and and not beat himself up so much i mean you can imagine being brought up with those parents this sense of personal responsibility they were handed down to him and He Ugh. Would, uh,
2: i mean please you,
0: never ending never ending you know you are a child of destiny you cannot mess around and be stupid you have to grow up when you're five you know yes uh, yeah <laughs> so well what? as
3: a capricorn he did anyway i have a Uh, I have a Capricorn child, and he was not really a child. I mean, he was like an adult when he was three or four years old.
0: Right, exactly, exactly. Yep, they grow up early. But then, you know, it's interesting about Capricorns, there's always that reverse aging process. They start off really old, and they end up being more kid-like as they get older, you know, because they're shedding off all those previous responsibilities that they had. That's right. And they become more childlike. Which is really kind it's of cool. True. It's very true. I think so too. So yes,
1: I've got a good friend that's like that. Who's yeah? Leo Rising. Leo Rising. And all of a sudden, she's become hysterical. <laughs> Where before she had. She's
0: to... grown into a rising sign. You mean? Yeah, she's
1: coming there big time. Oh, cool. She's yeah. an author too. Yeah. Ten books. <laughs> Working on the tenth one right now. Talk about
0: achievement.
1: But she has them sold before she starts.
0: Wow, that's so. incredible. I mean of all the obligations she felt that she had to do before she could really kick it off and be silly and goofy.
1: And she can paint anything too. Okay, yeah. That makes a Marvelous sense. painter. Yeah. So that makes sense. Very interesting.
0: Yeah, it is. I mean I I've always find Capricorns interesting anyway because they always start off with this ingrained sense of personal responsibility and, you know, they, they have have a sense of honor which is interesting too. And um they start off being these little little old men or little old women, you know, and then they end up being, you know, at the end of life they've they basically look younger than the rest of us. Uh-huh. Because of yes, all that. They do. Mm-hmm. And then they go on and do what they wanna do. And then yes, they usually
3: age very well.
0: Very, very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very, very well. So anyway, this is very cool. So anyway, we gotta take a break really quick. We're gonna come right back with you, Jackie, and we're gonna be talking about Ms miss yvette vickers she's next on our list so let's let's take this break right now and we'll be right back here in just a minute this is the jupiter rising show right here on kknw alternative talk radio hi this is a live read for miss angela probst aromatherapist you know, at this point, you've probably heard enough of essential oils. Are you confused? Are you overwhelmed? Not sure, sure where to start? There's so much information, and our aromatherapy expert, Angela Probst, of Young Living Essential Oils can help you navigate and meet your health and wellness goals. And now she carries CBD oil. This is a new inv- innovation, a new thing that her company is doing, and she's very excited about it. It's a very, very thing, very good thing. So if you want more information or you want to talk to Angela, give her a call today at 253-278-1599 or visit her website at www.myyl.com slash Angela. On the path to good health and well-being? Alternative Talk 1150 is the
1: station for you.
0: And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show, right here on w Alternative Talk Radio. I'm Eileen Grimes, and we have Doug Johnston on as my co-host. And it's
1: good to be here. It's so glad
0: to have you back. I
1: want to go back to yes, Trudeau before we move on there. Yes, okay, because we didn't speak about the Jupiter return here.
0: Uh, oh yeah, the most obvious thing that I wanted to yeah. talk about, and I completely
1: forgot. I as we spun away, I thought, oh, we missed that. I kind of missed bit. that,
0: yeah. Okay, so his Jupiter is at 21 Sagittarius and Jupiter next month is going to be at 21 Sagittarius, especially on Election Day. And for Canadians, it's October 21st. So it's kind of interesting.
1: I think it's fascinating that it comes out like that.
0: I do, too. It's like he almost planned it that way. Didn't he have to check his chart before he set up Election Day or something? Oh, I want to do it on my Jupiter return, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we don't know. They use it more
1: than what we think.
0: Yeah, that's probably true. There's
1: a reason why the largest collection of astrology is at the Vatican.
0: Yes, isn't that amazing? Yep, yep, yep. Okay, so anyway... um, I think you know um, he's got three planets in Sag, Mercury, and also Neptune, and also you know it's it could be very well that he does win the election. What do you think, Jackie? Possibly.
3: I think he has a very good chance of winning it with it with Jupiter favoring him yeah. in such a marvelous way. Yeah. Uh, it also rules his seventh house. If he, you know, Jupiter is the traditional ruler of Pisces, which right. rules his seventh house. And that's the house of others,
0: mm-hmm.
3: not only your significant other, just others.
0: Others, right? So yeah, he'd be seen in a much posit- more positive light, even though correct.
3: The, I think this black face or brown face or whichever or is he's face. being accused of. I think it's going to fall into the shadows. I, I don't think this will impact his career to the point
0: that people think it might. I think that's probably true too, because I was checking under various Facebook posts about it. Then looking at people's comments and most of them were, I love this man. I don't care what he did, you know, type of thing. And so, um, I mean, that's not the best thing in the world to do. But, I mean, um, I think overall he has a really good track record. So, you know, I I wish him luck with that. I really do. It's going to be quite good. Okay. So now we move on to Yvette Vickers. Now, Yvette Vickers, I could talk a little bit about her history here. I have a list here. I'll just kind of go through it really quickly. Okay, she was a a very well well trained sort of um, artist. She had both parents were jazz musicians. He mm-hmm. played piano. She played. No, I can't remember what she played. Um, anyway, oh, sax and piano. That's what it is. So anyway, so she was brought up with that kind of heady atmosphere. Having and she two was parents a singer. and a singer. That's right. And uh, she studied acting at UCLA. Um, she appeared in a bunch of TV commercials and was a B movie star. She was in several B movies, one of which was um, the Attack of the Fifty Foot Woman. Evidently, that's a real cult film. So well, I have never seen it. I haven't either. But evidently, it's it's like I said, it's known by quite a few people who love that kind of stuff. So, and she played for, posed for Playboy in January 1959, Playboy of the Month. Oh. She was a little sex kitten. But she did have
1: a great-looking body. Yeah. There's no question about that. The yeah. pictures, she yeah. got that look like Marilyn Monroe yeah, almost. she
0: did. And she did a Broadway show, in 1959, 1960, and her romances included Lee Marvin, Cary Grant, and Hare, Howard Hughes.
1: Howard Hughes did, was with everyone. Give me a break. <laughs> yes,
0: he
3: really was. <laughs> yeah.
1: talk, about, okay. talk about a slut. He was it. <laughs>
3: he was Zeus. You know, he was Zeus, Zeus of Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right.
0: Exactly. Oh, for sure. He was definitely Zeus. Okay. And so um, she did some TV work on miscellaneous shows. She did some stuff on Dragnet and Emergency, that much I know. Those are the two shows that I recognized. And then horror films and and, and song, I guess. And then jazz and she horror films record, are fun,
1: huh? horror films are fun to act in.
0: Yeah, I know you've done that, haven't you?
1: Yeah, two of them now.
0: That's right. And you played some sort of wicked Plutonian monster.
1: Well, that was in one, but the other one, I'm just a normal guy that's the main <laughs> villain.
0: <laughs> I'm so glad. That's
1: with cool. no lines, but no I lines. just do it all with my face.
0: Oh, yeah. See, that's more, much more rewarding to watch. Somebody just conveys everything with their face. I could see you doing that really well.
1: Alfred Hitchcock would have loved me.
0: <laughs> 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 Nothing like modesty for him. That's yeah, right. So anyway, so at the end of her life, we'll get to. Uh, we're going to talk about that separately because it's a bit of <coughs> a, it's a bit of an unusual situation. But uh, anyway, so let's look at her chart. So Jackie, what are your impressions? Initial impressions from it.
3: Well, the initial thing that I just found out late, I mean, I'd drawn up her chart and all that, but one thing I noticed late last night is that Yvette was born during the week of a Jupiter station. Oh. Yeah, she was born October. Uh, I'm sorry, August 26th,
2: 1928.
3: Okay, and on the 30th, four days later, Jupiter stationed.
0: Oh my gosh!
3: There you go. Right, that speaks volumes right there.
0: I missed that, and I'm I'm writing a book on that. Shame on me. But oh, I, I love. I I'm a
3: station freak. I, just <laughs> I know.
0: Wonder. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, so she was literally had stationary Jupiter smiling on her when she was born. Yes. Yeah. So and,
3: and she had Jupiter and Taurus. Oh that's the singing, that's the arts, that's the musical atmosphere that she grew up in.
0: That's right. That's exactly yeah. right. Really yeah. heady atmosphere. Really heady. Oh,
3: extremely heady atmosphere. Yeah. She was surrounded by artists and musicians yep. and actors her whole life. And I remember she kept saying on the tape that we I was listening to, Joie de Viv was her middle name. Yeah. How perfect for someone born during a Jupiter station.
2: Oh it's
0: perfect. It's Absolutely perfect, and yeah, I believe she had in her home they had little jam sessions in their home, I believe. And, oh, yes, and it was frequent, frequent, and they would bring in some of the most amazing musicians ever to come into yes. their home. she had
1: to have yes. the voice too, as far as having the Mercury Venus conjunct so tight like that. Oh, yes. yeah,
2: yeah, that's yeah,
1: and she'd come across very much like a Leo,
0: yeah, oh, for sure. Oh, yes, she, she Not in really the
1: first, did. I mean,
0: yeah. Well, this is a solar chart. We don't have right. a time of birth. Oh, so we don't just have. Just thought time. I'd say that. Okay, yeah. I'm
1: glad you corrected me. Yeah. So, but the voice would still be there.
0: So, yes, the voice would definitely be there. And you know, it's kind of like, you know, Jupiter and Taurus, and then Venus and and Mercury. It's almost like a a weird interception. You know, a, you know what I mean? Type and of that thing. Jupiter
1: is actually trying perfect, almost to her. Mercury. Oh, yeah, that's
0: perfect. Yeah, so... Uh, yes,
3: it, Yeah, close. So, it's also conjunct her Chiron, very oh, okay. exact. Oh, wow. Oh, wow.
0: Okay. So she had, obviously, a healing effect when she spoke to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That
3: she had a very soothing effect, a healing effect, and she was a freak for small animals.
0: Yes, she was, and all that Virgo, I would hope so.
1: Oh, yeah, she, well,
3: she just doted on her pets.
1: Yeah, she did. Just the fact that she has the... Jupiter, Taurus, Jupiter. stationary, Yeah, Taurus is yes. all about animals too.
0: Yep, exactly right. See, I never looked that up. I just stopped and I said, okay, that's enough. And I thought, why didn't I usually check everybody's chart for stationary planets now. And I'm sorry, I just neglected that whole thing. Well, that's okay. We yeah. forgive you, Eileen.
1: Yeah, don't give me a chart like this <laughs> again without that written down on it. Yeah,
0: right. You usually ask me that. Is there something stationary? <laughs> you know. Well, I
1: didn't see anything that looked like it was retrograde right to start with, so I didn't figure. I figure you already checked it out. Well, you know, if Uranus you Uranus is retrograde. If though.
0: you look at Uranus retrograde and then Jupiter and then you know, it's kind of almost on the the outside where planets would be retrograde. And that one isn't retrograde. That should have been a hint to me that mm-hmm. that might have been something that changed directions just before she was born. So, mm-hmm. yep, yeah, exactly. So, anyway, <laughs>
1: interesting chart
0: is is very interesting. And her Neptune Sun is interesting too. You know, yes, you yes. you you aren't really including that as a conjunction, are you? you? We were talking about that. No, I'm not
3: actually. No, it's, it's a too, little wide. too wide for me. And besides, it's out of sign. Okay. But All the right.
1: the Mars square Mercury. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is.
3: Yeah. The Mar- and she has a T square to V to Venus in Virgo. And if you throw in Ceres, the asteroid slash planet, she has a grand cross.
1: Okay. Wow. Yeah, that's true. Yes. Saturn yeah, squares had- that squares Saturn square Mercury pretty much straight on. Yeah, yeah Mercury- and
3: all that mutable energy can also result in someone who's high strung and nervous.
0: Yes.
1: That's yeah. my problem, too. Yeah. It they get worked up very easily. Oh,
2: yes. Yeah.
0: It is not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you weirdo.
2: <laughs>
0: well, it sounded like it, it sounded be a really fun trip. A, yeah, I was being convinced by that. I just like to make people feel uncomfortable. I know. But you have 11th house son, so it's possible <laughs> to be a little high strung.
1: Mm.
0: Yes. Anyway, so anyway, I just thought. So, so you don't okay. How much of an orb do you give on a conjunction? If it's out of sign, obviously you don't give it as much, right? Unless it's
1: Saturn. no, I don't. If it's Saturn, then you got to give it more.
0: Yeah, Saturn, you have to give it more leeway to it. Okay, all right. So, but you know, given the mode of her death, which we're going to talk about, I'm not sure if I want. I want to wait till the next segment to talk about that because that that would kind of take a little bit of time to explain what happened yeah. with that. So, um. Yeah, I'm trying to think, you know, she has Mercury in, you know, it's a strong function to have Mercury in its own sign, you know, and it's making all these aspects to things that, that either strengthen it or weaken it. seems like she, her Mercury was strengthened to me.
1: Well, considering that you've got Jupiter stationary, that's in... Trining it. Trining it. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely has a big effect.
0: And Saturn squaring it, too. Yeah. You know, that could definitely...
1: She'd probably think that she had to say everything just perfect. So Mom and I Daddy know would she not would be have. Upset.
0: Saturn Saturn, Mercury can do that. Yeah, you know, it's like, yes. I'm not going to open my Mommy mouth until I show Mommy is watching right.
1: what I'm saying. I've got to make sure I say it right. Oh, yeah, that's Let me right. turn my head a little bit this way. <laughs> Does that look better now when I say it?
0: Right,
3: and that Virgo, everything had a, She Either someone put high standards on her or she put them on herself.
0: I think she did yeah. it to herself. I really do. That's
3: quite it. yes, I I might go along with that. Yeah. yeah I
1: never heard I, of I, her I before, but I find her very intense.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she is pretty intense. Yeah.
3: yeah but she came across as being so wholesome if you you can you, you she's on YouTube in in commercials from the 50s where she sold white rain shampoo. Okay. In a commercial and she just comes across as being so wholesome. She's like a Norman Rockwell illustration that jumped off the page.
2: Right.
1: That is that is that shampoo that says for a fuller, thicker body, right? Yeah. Because I know she got very thick as she got older.
3: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> she Terrible. may well have it. That, that tends to happen to the best of us, Doug. You know? yeah. oh.
0: John, if you're listening, don't pay attention to him. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> but, you know, um, the, the thing that. Uh, John told me, you know, we ca- talked several times about her, and I know that he's probably talked to you about her, is that how sweet she was. Oh, incredibly sweet. Incredibly sweet. Hmm. She would do anything for anybody. Uh, yes. Yeah. And they would spend hours talking on the phone, and um, they would write to each other a lot of letters. Well, oh, I
1: didn't know that John knew her personally.
0: He does. Oh, yes. He did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, he... I think it was kind of another sort of an adjunct thing to Barbara Payton, you know, where she, he found this this wonderful woman who was in one of these obscure films and he kind of zeroed in on her and all of a sudden, bam, you know, he's, he was making contact with her. He had, he had connections that made contact with her. And so, um, and their association was for uh, several years. Mm. Yeah, and um, she, was, she was just had the biggest heart that she would ever see, and I, I would imagine with the Virgo could bring you that, because you're always in service anyway, but um, it it was really sad, you know, when he found out about her passing. Really, really sad. Just explained it to me. It's really difficult. So, um, anyway, any other observations about Ms. Well, Vickers? You
1: do have Saturn opposition Mars there, too. Yeah. yeah. Which, that yeah. would make her... Tone down any temper that she might have. Yeah, that's
0: true.
3: Yeah, that they're they're also incredibly hard workers.
1: Yeah,
0: yep. Yeah. She she did a lot of careers in her life.
3: Oh, she really did.
0: Yeah, she did. And it was a star, and then she did real estate, and I think she did a lot of stuff. And she's incredibly intelligent.
3: Oh, extremely intelligent and capable. And shrewd, yeah. and kind, and all these wonderful adjectives that you could apply to somebody, and
2: well, thank was you.
3: Very sensitive, and caring, and tended to always look on the bright side. That's right. That Jupiter Station.
0: Exactly right. Okay, we got to take a really quick bra- break. Mm-hmm. Break. We're going to take a break, and we're going to take a break, and we will be right here, right back here, with a Jupiter Rising Show, right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Matt Shea and Matt Shea Books. Matt is a storyteller. His choice of subjects have to do with those who are considered to be a little different. You know the ones, the ones that usually are outcast or misplaced, and as a result of being overlooked and misunderstood. The moment arrives when they are called upon to reveal a character through some selfless act, thus ending up being acknowledged and then contributing to society. And so when it's all said and done, he wants the reader to be uplifted by the deeper message. He will write stories for the rest of his life with the hope that he can create happiness, bring encouragement, and ultimately inspire others. Another book of Matt's is Elmo, and that's out there too. It's available on Amazon.com. And you can go to Matt Shea Books to find all sorts of free stuff to read and download. So it's a great way to sample his writing and to really understand him. So for more book, more information on his books or Matt, you can contact him at MattSheaBooks.com or email him at WorkinMatt7, W-O-R-K-N-M-A-T-T-7 at AOL.com. And now this is a live read for Susan Bergstrom, the Medicare exchange. Medicare coverage is a very important and confusing issue as we near retirement, largely because Medicare does not cover 100% of your medical costs, only about 80%. That means we will need affordable supplemental coverage that takes care of that 20%. Susan Bergstrom can help get the best coverage for you. With her, the process is really easy and in the man, and she's going to you, save you money, so there you go. So to, to schedule an appointment or RSVP for one of her workshops, you can contact Susan at 253 253- Three one eight nine three seven nine, or email her at S Bergstrom at American
2: Bringing good
3: vibes to the Puget Sound and the world. Alternative Talk 1150.
0: And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. I'm Eileen Grimes, astrologer, and also Doug Johnston. With (laughs) our guest, Jackie. And our guest, Jackie Slevin. Got a tickle in my
1: throat. I saw it coming, so I thought I better say something.
0: (laughs) Thank you very much. Jackie, welcome back. You're welcome. Okay, so what else do we want to say about you? About well, Yvette? we haven't crossed
1: her death. Her thing. death yet.
0: Okay, so let's get started on this because it's probably the most interesting part of her background. And um, she basically became a recluse in the later part of her life. And she lived in a little teeny house on West Wanda Drive in Beverly Hills.
1: And that's because, you know, she had that affair with,
0: who?
1: The tycoon. Which tycoon? Oh, Howard Hughes? He became a recluse, so they all followed. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> I thought you were making stuff up. And you are. <laughs> Why tell the
1: truth and ruin it's a good, good story.
0: story? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so she um, ended up in this funny little house. is up along the side of a hill. And it was tons of growth around her. And she basically swallowed up by, the house was swallowed up by all the growth. And so she lived in her latter part of her life in this house and basically probably drank herself to death. And also um, she took care of her pet. She had a dog that she just loved very much, and she lost that dog, I believe, and it was very hurtful to her. But in the end, um, she hadn't been seen. This is in 2011. She hadn't been seen for quite a while. 2010. 2020, 2010, 2011 is when they found her. Oh, Okay. okay. 2011, yeah, it was around April.
1: So, Saturn was in Libra. Yes.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, um, the neighbor who was friends with her kept seeing more and more mail m- mounting up outside in her mailbox and just f- cascading out of her mailbox. And she thought something, obviously, something was wrong. So, she basically took it upon herself to break into that house through an w- open window and search through the house and found her on the second floor, laying on the floor, and she was passed away. And she was mummified. Yep. Yep. And um and you were saying that it's possible she was mummified from the heater that was blowing on her for six months. Well or I think
1: so. Considering California's pretty warm anyway. Yes, that's
0: right. Yeah.
1: And it was just a, an extension of what Egypt had done, that's all. <laughs>
0: he comes up with the best reasons i swear doesn't he yeah (laughs) anyway so um basically she was found dead and she had been that way for possibly an entire year nobody knew she was gone
1: i'm amazed that the neighbor didn't check it out a little sooner
0: yeah i'm surprised too i think um she just kind of realized it didn't see her in her periphery and just kind of dismissed it and And one day she kind of looked and she was starting to get concerned. And then she saw the mail and then she went and checked it out. And the rest is, unfortunately, history. But how sad is it to have to die and
1: and you're forgotten
0: about? Yeah. Yeah. It's incredibly sad. It's tragic. Yeah, it is.
1: And obviously, John, you didn't call her that year. No.
0: Well, he didn't know her then. Oh, so I think he met her. Well, yes, he yeah, did. He yeah, he would have known her if
1: he yeah. talked with her
2: before.
0: Yeah, well, I you know John and I talked a little bit about that, and he said he tried calling her, and obviously she didn't answer, and he was getting concerned too. Oh, okay. and so yes, Good he was. Boy, John, yes. Well, now let's not tear him down here before. You know, I, you know, he was busy writing his other books too. But the thing is, you know, he was concerned as well. And so it, it was um, it was a tragic thing, and it really hit the headlines when it happened because of the mo- mode in which she passed away. And evidently her, the passing was a result of cardiac disease. So, yeah, they found her on the floor, laying on the floor next to a heater to that anyone. was running. Hmm?
1: Cardiac stuff can happen to anyone. But yes, But she it was can. an alcoholic, too. Yeah.
0: But you know, Which the you thing is, metaphysically, when you're looking at what heart stuff is, it's a broken heart, perhaps? Yeah. For being left and being forgotten about? I suspect Yeah. I suspect that might have been an issue.
1: So Howard mm-hmm. Hughes cut her out of his will? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I actually don't think they were that close. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> I guess it was just a one night stand.
0: Yeah, it could be. But I don't know. But. You know, he, the person who wrote this article kind of touched on a few names and did mention Howard Hughes. So, who knows how the, the extent of the relationship, you okay. know. So, um, anyway, it, it was incredibly sad and um, it really hit a lot of people in Beverly This is in Beverly Hills, kids. This mm-hmm. is not where this kind of stuff actually happens.
1: Yeah, right, right next to Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. really. Where people disappear all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah, right. (laughs) I don't like it down there. I think it's kind of creepy.
0: Yeah, it is kind of weird. And I kind of looked on a map where her house was. It was right up in a hilly area, you know, with a bunch of little houses next to each other. The way they build houses in California is weird. They build a house right up to the front curb.
1: Right. Yeah, there's no sidewalk. Well, that's uh, the exit roads on the freeway you exit and you're right there you're on the next street immediately (laughs) right you got one car length in front of you and you're there
0: yeah right it's efficiency i suppose but it's just an odd way to build homes so Mm -hmm. and the last time i looked at her um i looked at um google maps to see where her what the house looked like the house had been torn down so right now all that's sitting there is a foundation and nothing else and it's all dirt and icky
1: well, that way they can build on that foundation and say that they did a rebuild.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> but you know, they're trying to sell her a home for $500,000. says, Yes, you too can live in the house that Yvette Vickers died in. Okay, uh-huh. great. You know, so, I mean, it's kind of tacky, but. Um,
1: they have to, you know, they do have to tell people if someone died in the house if they're selling oh, it. Oh, yeah, they
0: do. Yes, they do.
1: Which is. Uh, yeah.
0: Why do they have to say that?
1: Because there may be spirits there.
0: Well, Interesting. But they
1: do have to expose that.
0: I think they do have to expose the history of the house. Yeah. Yep. That's really important. Like, you know, if I if I was wanting to go by 10050 Cielo Drive in Beverly Hills, if they hadn't told me that Sharon Tate was killed there, that would have been a bit of a problem, you know. Uh-huh. But, yeah. but that house isn't there anymore, anywhere. They tore that house down, too. So um, it's interesting. So, you know, it's sad, you know, unfortunately, that a woman who had a very bright spirit and and actually affected people, those around her and it affected John because he felt her presence.
1: Now, is he going to write a book on her, too?
0: Um, I think he's he's already done a collection of recordings. He actually recorded their phone calls that they had between the two of them oh. and he re, you know recorded kept the recordings and put them into a video or an audio series which nice. you can buy online you can buy it hmm. yeah so if you want to see that i would think you can go to john uh johnodowd.com and it's john dash odowd.com there's a dash between those two and it'll have information on her his audio set with eva fakers you can find out more about that. So anyway, um, he is now, and by the way, he's going to be on our show the second week, I think. Second week? Third week? Two weeks from today. Two weeks, something like that. Yeah, uh, from, he's going to be on the show next month anyway, but I'll let the everybody first know at the time. of October. Yeah, first right.
1: First week of October.
0: Yeah, and so uh, the first week is Matt Shea, and then we have on um And then, oh, yeah, then we have Jane Fitzpatrick, and then we have, on the third week of the month, is John O'Dowd. That's when he's going to be on the show. And so he'll be back on to talk about all sorts of good stuff. So anyway, yeah. um, So anyway, sorry we left you so long there. Are you falling asleep there, Jackie? Oh, no, here I am. (laughs) Oh, good. Okay, good. So, okay, so is there anything else you want to talk about with her or anything? Let's
1: go with your book, though. Let's go back to your book. Okay, Yes. Slavic, the Slevic yes. Way.
0: The, the Slevin'
3: the system.
1: Oh, system.
0: The Slevin' System. The Slevin' Way? Is that what well, The Slavin System. Slevin' yeah. System, yes. Go ahead. Yes. Talk about that.
3: Well, okay. my book is about a formula I discovered about the most conducive way to find out your career potential in the horoscope.
2: Right. And it's
3: not what you would typically think. Mm-hmm. Because we all, all right, we all know what the Midheaven is. The Midheaven is a person's true north. Right. Okay, but it doesn't tell you how to get to your true north.
2: Okay, yes. Okay, it just
3: tells you what it is. Right. And so my book gives you the system whereby that gives you the most direct route from lowest visibility to highest visibility, how to put your skills out there in the marketplace, and what planets determine the best route to take your
0: skills there. Okay. So you use, obviously, the any planets on the midheaven or the sign on the midheaven, and you also bring in house rulerships, too, you know, Correct. the planets that are tied to the midheaven that way. Right. Yeah. It's the
3: principal planet. What we want to discuss, right. determine in the chart is the principal planet. Right. And the principal planet is the one that makes the tightest Ptolemaic aspect to the midheaven. Right. Now, the Ptolemaic aspect are the traditional ones, the conjunction, the square, the opposition, the shrine, and the sextile. Right. So you take the planet that has the tightest degree, the tightest aspect, traditional aspect, to the midheaven. Okay. And then you use that as the principal planet.
2: Okay. And that
3: determines the best route to your ascent to the top of okay. your profession.
0: Okay, hang on. We're going to take another quick break. We're going to come back and talk a little bit about about this. You told us, both Doug and me, our our principal planet, which really surprised the heck out of all of us, I think. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so we're going to be right back here with the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Wanda Buckner. Wanda Buckner is an energy healer and psychic. Mediumship is a natural extension of her work. She sees pictures and videos from people's and animals' lives, talks to them after their deaths, and views their past lives. Wanda's communication with human and animal loved ones who have passed eases our loss and increases our understanding of this world and the next. And here's what one client said. Wanda is magic. Every time I've had a session with her, my heart has cracked open and energy floods in. I, li- I leave feeling renewed and energized. She has a true gift, and I consider her not as just a healer, but a mentor. So Wanda is now going to be teaching next month her UC Sui Holy Fire Reiki 1 and 2 on October 5th and 6th in Olympia. It's 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. both days. And the cost is $300 or $260 if you pay in full by October 1st. Learn how to give yourself and others Reiki sessions, how to cleanse, scan and cleanse your energy field, how to provide Reiki with your hands, eyes and at a distance. Contact Wanda through her website at WandaBuckner.com or call at 360 491
2: You found us. Maybe you've been guided to listen. Alternative Talk 1150.
0: And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. I'm Eileen Grimes, and with me is my co host, Mr. Doug Johnston.
1: And it's always fun to be here. Thank you very much. Considering I wasn't here for a few weeks.
0: God, it seems like forever.
1: I know. I it know. had to be boring, huh?
0: Yeah. It was really <laughs> dull while well, oh you were gone. Gosh. Really dull. No, oh, I'm well, kidding. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Anyway, we're talking to Jackie Slevin today, and she's talking to us about her Slevin method of finding out what your career is supposed to be. I
1: want, Jackie, I Go want ahead. to throw one at you. 27 degrees, midheaven, Pisces. Yeah, and they had the closest planet that I saw was Saturn in Capricorn at twenty eight degrees. Hmm.
3: Okay, well, they want a helping career, but they want to go about it in a traditional manner.
1: Hmm. So this it, is someone that's a very well known psychic.
3: Oh, okay. Well, yeah. it depends on where the Saturn is. You know, I'd have to have the whole picture. Do you have the? Do you have their data?
1: Um, I do. It's June. Fourteen sixty-one. Hold on,
3: wait. I have to pull up my chart here. Okay, um,
1: June fourteen sixty-one, and I'm going to say the time was six thirty-two
0: a.m. or p.m.
1: A.M. Okay, Salem
0: thirty-two
1: a.m. Yep, yeah. Salem, Oregon. Where were they born? Salem, Oregon.
3: Salem, Oregon. Yeah.
0: I know this person that he's talking
1: about. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I bet a lot of people have figured it out. Oh, <laughs> I
0: figured it out by her birthday. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. She's a lovely so, lady.
1: But I find it interesting that she was in banking for a long time. Mm. And the Saturn would have that pull to go towards big business.
0: I think so. Yeah. Could be. Oh, anyway. Okay.
1: Okay.
3: Yeah, it's Saturn.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought too. It's Saturn. Yeah. Interesting.
3: So, but what? Okay. Also, the, the twenty-seven Pisces midheaven. Well, she was in banking, and Venus is exalted in that degree. Okay. The exalt Venus exaltation degree is twenty-seven Pisces, so there's mm-hmm. a Venus connection there too, and and her Venus is in Taurus.
1: Uh, and she yes. was in
3: banking, okay? okay. Yeah. Yep. That makes So sense. that Both was her sides. first career, though, you right. See. right. Right, that was the first one.
0: And now she's a psychic.
3: And now she's a psychic. She's got you and Saturn, okay, here it is. She found it. Uh, Yeah, I found it. <laughs> because Saturn's retrograde natally. Uh-huh. So that usually comes either, the career comes in the childhood, like with athletes or star, or child stars, or much later in life. Mm-hmm after midlife and beyond there's a second career and saturn rules her 7th which is other people also her 8th house okay and she's got jupiter there on her 8th house so that's the 8th house is the house of the occult okay. no matter how you cut the mustard whether it's tarot yeah. or astrology or past lives whatever
2: mm-hmm. yeah.
3: so she would have a second career in her, in later years that used other, that uh, use I, I don't want to use the word, that uh, involved other people in an occult capacity.
0: That's interesting, because being a Gemini, you would probably do more than one of career in your life. It's Absolutely,
3: music. and she's also got a loaded 12th house there. Yes, yeah,
1: very yes. loaded. Loaded.
3: Yeah, Here's the psych- very she, loaded the and and 12th house. And she was
1: very, you know, she, when she was young, she was very psychic, oh, big yeah. time, and she didn't understand why other Kids didn't see things the way she saw it.
0: Yeah, right. I can see
3: Well, also, it's in her family, too, because her moon's in Cancer and her Saturn's in Capricorn. She's got the um, signature of she has raging genes. Somebody Mm -hmm. in her background was, too
0: raging jeans yeah. yes
3: that's raging jeans
1: oh now you gotta explain you have to that read the is. book eileen you have to read yeah, it so it's a whole chapter on raging genes. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> have,
3: uh, we're going to get walking.
1: your book sold here yet jackie i
0: know i still have to order the darn thing raging jeans
3: yeah it's called there's an entire chapter called it runs in the family
0: but that's a great and. title for a book the matter. No matter how i it's not. That's not the title
3: of the book. <laughs> yeah. No, no. The title of the James. book is The Sleven is Finding Success in the Horoscope and then under the subtitle is the Slevin System of Horoscope Analysis. Okay. And in one of my chapters is called It It Runs in the Family. Yep. Yeah. And this is how you walk in the footsteps of a parent or a grandparent. And and one of the signatures is to have the moon in Cancer, Saturn in Capricorn. Okay. Or, or Cancer Capricorn on the MCIC axis, okay. or the moon and Saturn in the 1st to 10th house. Now, okay. now we saw that previously with Justin Trudeau oh, sure. Saturn in the 10th.
2: Yes, exactly. Right? He's
3: walking in the path of his ancestors. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
3: And yeah. so is this psychic here. Somebody in her background was, whether she knew it or not.
1: Oh, her wow. mother definitely was. Oh, wow. That's cool.
0: That's
3: awesome. I'm sorry, Doug, what did you just say? So her mother, mother
1: was very psychic, too.
3: Okay, that, well, yeah, so she got it from her mother, and that makes sense with the moon and cancer and the twelve.
1: <coughs> there mm-hmm. you
0: go. Wow, that's just interesting.
3: Well, she also might not have, she also, in her youth, might have been told to stop talking about these things because other people are going to misunderstand you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. And that,
3: that Saturn and Capricorn gave her the message that she had to conform. And what were conforming? career is there than banking
0: right i
2: mean
1: come on yeah so she's but, in her saturn return right now oh is she
0: yeah oh and so and she recently moved to alaska
1: yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> i thought
1: wow you're working this thing big time right now yeah
0: really she just picked up and moved up there you know mm-hmm. and because she felt you know obviously spiritually um drawn to that area so Well,
3: she's got chiron in the ninth so she needs wide open spaces
0: yeah uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That's yeah. Great. I You know, we learned so much from you, Jackie. Well, thank you. You're
1: welcome. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to go, have to go for, to coffee sometime so we can actually see. I know.
0: You. Well, next time you come up to Seattle.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> we're not coming to New Jersey. Yeah, I don't know.
3: I know. Well, Seattle's off the beaten path for me. It Do you go to bit. New
1: York very often?
3: Do I? Yeah. I, I, I'm close to Manhattan. Sure I am. Oh, oh that's because
0: cool. Because
1: I come out there.
0: Okay, I'll, I'll maybe I'll hitch a ride with you, Doug. Yeah, I'm not far from Manhattan at all.
1: Okay. Okay. Oh, that's good. That's uh, good you point. sound like it when I listen to your voice.
0: Yeah, that's right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, Jackie, thank you so much for being on our show today. You were awesome as always. Delightful. Well, thank you for having me. It's oh, my welcome. pleasure. Oh, that's awesome. We'll have you on again really soon. I promise. Okay. okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, um, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, so after dark readings, we've got our announcements right now uh, at Burr's at um, Burrs Restaurant in Stillicum and actually in Lakewood, okay? That's me on Wednesday nights from 8.30 to 6.30 to 8.30 every Wednesday. $20 for 10 minutes for a reading and $40 for 20 minutes. And so anyway... Matt's always there too, by the way, and Matt's gonna be on our show in a couple of weeks from now. So that'll be interesting to mm-hmm. to we'll talk to more about that too. So anyway, um and and by the way, last week Wanda told me that I never announced this, but I'm going to do it today, is that I write the horoscope column for KKNW's website. And it's always updated every Monday, so it's a weekly horoscope. So you can go check it out on 1150kknw.com, and it's right on the front. You can't miss it.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Hey. Okay, and then we have the Fall Emerald Spiral Expo. That's coming up next Saturday. Woo! It's 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's at Kent Commons, 525 4th Avenue North in Kent and it's the largest metaphysical event in western washington with vendors readers the whole bit so you can join us at the emerald spiral event this is a preeminent new age fair in the northwest if you've just increase in everything <laughs> it's just everything is so much i just boggles my mind how big it is yep. anyway from and you're going to be there too right a little bit Oh, I'll
1: stop and see ya. Uh,
0: oh, good, that's good. He always does that. So, Intuitive Arts crystals, arts and products. So, bring your friends and your family and your kindred spirits. Booths are still available. I just checked a couple of days ago, and there's about eight booths left. So, and there's about seventy or eighty-five booths there. So, they're almost sold out, but not quite. So, if you're interested, please give a Stara brisky a phone call at four two five four four five. 8789. Okay, and then they have another fair coming up in Idaho. This is next month on October 12th and 13th at the Greyhound Park and Event Center at 5100 West Riverbend Avenue. And that's at Post Falls, Idaho. $5 free fee to, free to get in. It's going to be a lot of good stuff, and Donna Sebo is going to be there too. She's Going to be at the fair this week or next week too, but she's going to be there in Idaho. So, how do we get a hold of you?
1: The best way is just to call or text 206 769 4924.
0: Okay, and I you can get a hold of me at eileengrimes.com or you can go to the Jupiter Show page at Jupiter Rising Show at AOL.com. And Jackie Slevin has Jackie Slevin is her, her email or her website. Jackie Sleven, S-L-E-V-E-N.com. Okay. And so, and you gave out your phone number, right? I did. Okay, good. Okay. So, coming up next week, we will not be in studio. Uh, we have our event, the Emerald Spiral Expo, is next weekend from 9 to 5. And I will be there in booth number 36 along right next to Winnie, who was our former co host. So, you can come by and see us. That'll be awesome. But um, what will be in the place will be a previously recorded interview done on on August 21st, 2016 with Haley Howell and Haley Howell. Unfortunately, we lost her last month. And so um, it's going to be a tribute to her next Saturday. So anyway, that's it. I think. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So anyway, and then on the second, we're going to have Matt Chey. So that's what's happening there. Okay, everybody, that's it for us today. We had a great show with Jackie Slevin, and we won't see you next week, but we'll see you the following week with Matt Shea. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.